1: No timeouts for the Wolves, 4.7 seconds, Gibson's got to get it in, does. wins and hits a blast deep left center way
0: back way back the twins go to the seventh game touch them all Kirby Bucket touch them all Kirby Bucket and the twins have won this game
1: what is going on everybody Vince Wright the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota with another edition of Sports Done Right. A couple couple nights late, but we are live. We are with you tonight. And tonight we have a very special show. We have an interview with the one and only Jeff Fox. That's right, Jeff Fox. The one and only... Now listen, I, don't, I have no idea where that damn sound effect came from. But... Jeff Fox is the man. I call him the Don of the Miami sports scene because Jeff knows everybody. Uh, you talk about a man that is ultra connected, uh, works hard, uh, you know, works hard to give you a, a honest story when he's reporting things down there, whether it's on uh the Sports Brothers show that he'll talk about in his interview, but he has worked for Fox Sports, he's done it all. Uh, Good friends with Stephen A. Smith, Chris Broussard, so um, go check him out. Um, He'll give you all the contact info at the end of the interview, but this was a lot of fun to finally, finally get my main man, Jeff Fox, on the Sports Done Right Show. Before I get into that interview, uh, very quickly, obviously, big time news here at the trade deadline, Timberwolves. Saying goodbye to Andrew Wiggins and welcoming Mr. D'Angelo Russell, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, you know, yeah, exactly. Part the skies. Let's see what happens now. Covington's gone. Gorgie Dang is gone. All right, Cat. Carl Anthony Towns. Mr. Non Alpha, I guess, is what the local press has been referring to him as. But all right, bro, on you getting a new team. Hopefully, uh, D'Angelo Russell can help influence him. But um, you know, I wanted to kind of let some of this stuff settle in, so I'll come back next week give you my analysis on that. But. It's exactly what the wolves needed, man. Because you've heard me on this show and on the North Star Sports podcast, which we recorded a little earlier tonight, over at X Golf in Woodbury. You know, I I was I was calling for Glenn Taylor to sell the team. So hopefully, you know what it does is it gives a little boost of energy into a very very lackluster fan base right now. And let's hope that this is the beginning of something good. Um, the vice president G. Rojas over there, phenomenal job, um, you know, for him pulling this stuff off here at the last second. So good for the wolves. I mean, nobody wants to see this team suck. So let's, let's get it back, man. Let's get it together. This this is can definitely be a basketball town. So, uh, more to come on the, on the Minnesota Timberwolves, but again, setting it up here, Jeff Fox out of Miami, Florida, the one and only, Uh, One of the best sports guys down there. Also, very successful local DJ down there. Uh, Great, great, great party scene, as we know, in Miami. So he's going to fill us in on some of the stuff he did in Super Bowl week. So let's get to this interview. Uh, The interview runs about 40 minutes. So sit back, crack a cold one, do what you got to do. Smoke them if you got them. Get the bourbon out. Neat. On the rocks, whatever. I'm drinking 1792 small batch. I'm a little bit of a bourbon sipper myself, so maybe I'll do the bourbon of the week here on my podcast. But tonight, 1792 small batch for all you bourbon aficionados out there. And here we go with the one and only Jeff Fox. All right ladies and gentlemen, thank you Sports Done Right with Vince Wright and I've been after this man for a long time, finally reached out to him. You know, I call him the don of the Miami sports scene cuz you know Jeff Fox knows everybody, he's everywhere. You know, Miami Heat, Marlins, you know, Dolphins, Hurricanes, everything and and I we going to talk Hurricanes for a quick minute too. But ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Jeff Fox joining us. How you doing, sir?
2: Hey man, thank you so much for the kind introduction. Uh, the check is in the mail, as they say. <laughs> uh, hey, I don't I'll know take why it. I deserve that, but thank you so much. <laughs> uh, you you
1: definitely deserve it, man. So before we get to all the fun stuff, why don't you take a minute tell the people about you and and you know how you got started. Um, because I mean, you you know you you are truly the Don man. You you are all over the Miami sports mis- uh, scene down there. So tell the folks how you got started, Jeff.
2: Yeah, we got um, started back back in the early two thousands. I just by myself listening to sports talk radio. Right around the time Michael Vick got in, got in trouble, you know, and I was a big fan of the two live dudes. Huge fan of Doug and Absolutely. Ryan, and I would listen to them all the time. I was actually double dipping as a DJ and the, and the security clerk, okay. and I had previous radio experience from the Bahamas, which is where I'm originally from. Okay, so uh, I reached out to a couple of stations, you know, about wanting to do a show, and I uh, finally got a, a chance. at A station called uh, WTPS, which was the station that carried the stews and And also Michael Bayson and a few other folks. And they gave me a shot to come in there where I would do what they would call sports in a minute, an update, you know? Right. Every day, a couple of times a day, yeah. And uh, I impressed them enough to get a shot. And that's how the sports brothers were born because they introduced me to Ed Freeman, who's already working there at the station, and he wanted to do a show. Okay. So... We decided to become the Sports Brothers, you know, and uh, shortly after that, the station got sold,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and yeah, it became a, a gospel station. We got to do about three or four shows, but Stephen A. Smith was my first big guest, and he, we were a couple of nobodies. So Stephen A. We, you know, we I reached out to him through the uh, think Philadelphia Choir mm-hmm. something. Somehow I got his number, and he agreed to do it, and. Uh, so that was our big first big score, uh, guest wise, nice. you know. And we just kept nagging the the local sports radio station until 790 the ticket, uh, gave us a shot. We just took off from there.
1: Well, it just goes to show, man. I mean, persistence is the key, and that's one of the things that I've always admired about you, too, is your drive in this business, Jeff. I mean, you are. One of the hardest working brothers out there, man. So you know, I just want you to know that, and that's why I'm glad you taking a minute to to come on Sports Done Right, man.
2: Um, so absolutely, man. You I, know, yeah. I, I, I want to point out guys like Tyler, uh, who's a, who's on the network, and basically everybody of the X Squad. I can relate to right. to to everyone. You know, yourself, uh, Casey, um yeah, okay. everyone that has shows in the the whole group. Uh, it's our passion. It's what we love to do, and and I, I, I encourage everybody in it. You know, Kevin Gray is another example as well. You know, I, I, I remember telling Kevin Gray, "You're going to end up on a regular radio station."
1: And look at him because
2: you can't deny the talent. And what's great about X and and the whole group with all of us is you get to perfect your craft. You get to do what you love to do. Absolutely. And eventually, um, it, it's a little harder for us if you're not an ex-athlete or if you're not um you know what I mean. You're, yeah, you, yeah you know, connected, you're, exactly. You're not white. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that, too. <laughs> so it, it gets a little tough. But, I, but, yeah, man, keep doing, you know, sports done right and – I, I would always come on one of these shows, man. Yeah, always.
1: I I definitely appreciate it, man. All right, so let's get to the. the we're gonna talk two things, man, or actually three things, because I gotta get mm-hmm. uh, first the Miami Hurricanes before we get to Kobe's. I just want to get this out the way here. Um, you know, I grew up a a huge man, Hurricane fans. Hurricane. Yeah, yeah, I grew up a huge yeah. Hurricanes fan. Um, the good, mm-hmm. the bad, the ugly, and we are definitely into the ugly again. So what is going on in Coral Gables? And in your opinion, man, I know you know you may not have the answer to fix it, but what do you think should be happening over there?
2: I, I think, you know, what we need to do in Miami, we need to get us a big-time coach. We need to stop mm-hmm. with the Randy Shannons, the right. Manny diaz types. You know, that, that's what I think. I think we need a legit coach. And I'm not sold on Manning's. Um, mm. The best we've done the last few years since Larry, Larry Coker was... Um, who was it we got from uh, um, from Georgia? Uh, your boy.
1: Oh, Mark Rick.
2: Mark Rick, yeah. That was about as big a name as we had, as far as uh, a name coach. But uh, you know, obviously, we got him when he was burnt out, and he really didn't deliver. Sure
1: did. But
2: <laughs> I think that's what's needed, man. I, I, I think that's what's needed. That, that's what's needed to, you know, to bring recruits back. Um, my right. college football is more fun when the hurricanes are good. Absolutely. You know, when you get beat by Louisiana Tech and shut <laughs> out in a <laughs> ball bad. game, I'm embarrassed, man. Ooh.
1: I, you know, I I'm watched that of the game. Embarrassing, man, embarrassing losses. Exactly. I, I was watching that game and, and literally felt like throwing something at the TV, man. And, and thank God the home, yeah. you know, my Gophers came through. But to, to be playing, yeah, Louisiana, Monroe, or whoever Louisiana school it was, you know, it don't matter if it ain't LSU, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's bottom of the barrel time down there, man. And I was just... It is.
2: It can't man. get any worse for the Hurricanes Yes, right now than it is. And let me tell you, man, I hung out with Willis McGahee last week. We don't even talk about Hurricanes, man. We we talk about, you know, we talk we're talking talking more about uh, Lamar Jackson and right. and Mahomes and and stuff like that. But those guys were great. You know, what I mean, they had a party last week during the Super Bowl. You know, the, leading up to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I and mean, when you think of Miami Hurricanes history, you said it, man, Vince. I mean, Ray Lewis, just just uh, you know, Warren yeah. Sapp. When is man like Jerome Brown? You know, it I mean, was if you want, if you wanted to go to the NFL, you almost had to go to the University of Miami.
1: Exactly, you and know, one to of the things that there. exactly one of the things that I love. I want to give a shout out uh, to Steve Walsh, the local Minnesota product that went down there and won a national championship as well. I mean, yes, sir. My, my Miami football was just something, and then all of a sudden, you know, it just. You know, the, the landscape changed, obviously, because, I mean, you know, how many Division One programs are there in Florida now? Six? I mean, five, six of them? Yeah,
2: yeah, there's a lot of places you can go to now. Exactly. And of, Miami doesn't have that. It's almost like the Knicks in New York when compared to the Brooklyn Nets. It's like, yeah, you got the history, but you're not top dog anymore. Right. Like, we lost to FIU, man. <laughs> FIU! <laughs> you know, I, I'm tired of having my head in the toilet with these Miami Hurricanes. You know, mm-hmm. feeling like you got to watch the games with a with a, with a bottle of Pepto Bismol. Yeah, it, you know they they got they got to get better, man. They they brought in Ed Reed. I don't know if you know this. They brought yeah. in Ed Reed as yeah. some sort of uh, advisor or some crap,
1: chief of staff or get, something like with, that.
2: <laughs> yeah, chief of staff What is this the Trump administration? Mm-hmm. I mean you know I, it's it's comical man what's going on with these hurricanes and uh they're just about to lose me as a fan cuz i'm on the I'm, I'm at the very end of my fandom yeah when it comes to Miami hurricanes I, every year i keep saying the canes are back the canes are back yeah it, it's been it's been nothing but hell since that 2000 <laughs> and and, and, and what was it was not that legendary team uh, well, two thousand one hurricanes, yeah,
1: two thousand one hurricanes, and obviously well, Rob done that horrible a mediocrity. Exactly, yeah. that's that's what I was just about to point out. You know, I mean, because they sh- obviously we think they should have been back to back champions outside of a bogus pass interference call in that all, o- o- right. you know, against Ohio State. But beyond that, man, it has been it's been pretty damn ugly to watch. So. Well, um, let's let's move on from that because yeah, yeah nobody has any answers from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, folks, Jeff Fox has actually interviewed Kobe Bryant. Um, as we know, it has been just over a week now since uh, Kobe the Bean Bryant has passed away. Him and his daughter, seven other folks, teammates, assistant coaches, and the pilot. And Jeff, you know, I mean, share with us what you can, man, about you know the process of getting the interview. Uh, meeting Kobe, talking to him for those few minutes, and just, you know, what you thought of him.
2: Well, I was lucky, man. <clears throat> I caught Kobe in the tunnel uh, at a heat game um, outside the locker room, and he was surrounded by people. Uh, there was a joke. We were on the air, ESPN Radio Miami at the time, or no, it was CBS. Okay. It was CBS, WQAM. And they, they, were, they were teasing me because we knew we would go to the uh, Lakers game that night on the show that I would kind of, uh, you know, like, bitch up, you know, when I see Kobe. Right. Oh, you know, like, a right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> you yeah. know, because Kobe was my guy, man. Like, I was always argue for Kobe Bryant when it came to Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan thing. Right. You know, right. people say that he's <laughs> trying to, you know, basically beat Mike. I'm like, well, we all wanted to be like Mike. Of Except course. Kobe perfected it.
1: He sure did.
2: You know, and not only did he perfect it, he became a champion. So you have to give him credit at some point for being Kobe. That's it's not cool. all Jordan. It's Kobe, too. You know, so I caught him outside the locker room, and I just asked him, man, I'm like, hey, can I speak to you for a few minutes? Can he do a photo op? And, and that was that. You know, and he agreed right. to it, and the – Actually, not only me, but it was my co host and our producer, a couple of us, man. We had a few minutes with Kobe, and it yeah, was absolutely. cool, man. And I, I'm still in shock, man. I, I still can't believe this. I wake up every day hoping oh, to yeah. say to you guys, man, I had this bad dream. And Kobe yeah, died. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, man, we all feel and, like that because that's exactly yeah. how I'm still feeling, too. It's just. You know, I almost felt bad like yesterday because I didn't check on any Kobe news, barely. You know, I just, yeah. the whole thing is just still kind of making me feel weird, you know, and, and, and sad and, and, and all that. Because for me, what I was enjoying about Kobe, and, you know, we'll get back to the NBA side in a second. But what I called in the article that I wrote, Jeff, was his second act. You know, the the coaching, the Mamba Academy, you know all the business yeah. ventures that he had going i mean he for people that don't know kobe you know rest in peace but on his desk he's got an oscar he's got an emmy he's got a couple other big time awards as well and that's what was impressing me was the mamba mentality after basketball um you know no disrespect right. to 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 the athletes that do the espns and the fox shows and all that stuff afterwards
2: because oh, he I, was on his way man
1: yeah he really was he was because, on his way i mean he was he was he probably would approach where magic johnson is um you know just all the athletes that are just real deep into the business side and not just doing you know the the sports talk shows but really getting uh, I'm getting glad out you there mentioned in the business that, world
2: i'm glad you mentioned that because i think Kobe was on his way there's some guys that just use their Was smart enough to use the income from professional sports to become icons in the business world, and none bigger than Magic Johnson. You know, there's a guy from Detroit, Dave Bing, used to be a point guard, right, uh, with the uh, Detroit Pistons, which became a legendary businessman.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sidney Moncrief from the Bucks back in the day yes. Sydney Moncrief is up there as well and and you know that's and and again I'm not trying to to diss anybody that does the sports shows because quite honestly that outlet has helped a lot of athletes with income and you know something to do after the sport of football whatever it they is they stay connected they stay connected they, con- exactly. they stay
2: connected to something they love
1: but to you go know, big would a big picture a oh of course of course but, you know, to, to, to do it big picture and to do it beyond that sports world and what he was doing, and I'm sure, you know, he had magic right there on, on his side giving them hints and, and tips and everything else. But, man, that's what really impressed me, and that's what really kind of made it even sadder for me, Jeff, is, you know, what he was doing. The Mamba Academy, I'm a big advocate, kind of a, like he was, coming out against the AAU uh kind of model of of the, you know, kids basketball today. And I, and I just Mm -hmm. love what he was doing with the Academy. And unfortunately to have it cut short like this, yeah, man, you just want to wake up and say it's a bad dream, but unfortunately it isn't.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I've seen some sports tragedies before Len bias is something I was only talking about recently, Mm -hmm. you know, Len bias and, and, People mentioned Thurman Munson and the plane right, crash with yeah. the uh, in the seventies with the Yankees, and you think about Dale Earnhardt crashing. Yeah, you know, right, big yeah. names, but this Kobe thing is on like a nuclear type of a shockwave yeah. around the country and around the world. This is totally like, agree. this is our generation's Michael Jordan.
1: Yeah, I mean you that's know, really about the only thing. thing, thing. That, yeah, that, I, I'm sorry mean to interrupt to. you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say and and nobody obviously wishing ill on Mike. But yeah, that's the only thing that I can really think of um comparing it to. Um, you know, getting back to the NBA side, man. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, he made his claim as great job you know, by
2: them, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Great ceremony uh Friday yeah. night. I uh, love LeBron and, and what he had to say. Oh, uh, man, man, yeah. It, yeah, that that one that one was was tough but good and you know i mean there's just one thing expected i think of the lakers man if you if you plan for kobe that's championships so you know to kind of delve into the sports side for a quick minute jeff do you think the lakers can can win it all
2: i think they can i think this could end up being one of those one of those amazing sports stories that kind of in real life situations Mm -hmm. that kind of has a hollywood ending and no pun intended being the Lakers are from Los Angeles but this can turn out great I mean I, I love LeBron James and I admire him so much you know um, because he's the modern day athlete that's not afraid and will step up and and face the key. I mean he's just brash you know he's the new school athlete that don't give a damn exactly about uh, the powers that be and he's Taking the this whole Laker organization and said, "Look, you guys get on my back, and I'm going to carry you." And now he's got you know great help with Anthony Davis, but I think the Lakers need the Lakers need a goon. The Lakers need that's what Stephen A. told me, and I agree with him. The Lakers need somebody tough. Um, they need someone like a an Andre Drummond or yeah. who's on the trading block. Hmm? They need someone like him or Tristan Thompson. Someone that's gonna battle, someone that's gonna have right. some toughness to, to because the only reason they've lost to the Clippers the Clippers are just tougher. They some Rough yeah. Riders. They some oh. dogs, you know? <laughs> exactly. And the Lakers are the Lakers are Hollywood and pretty and glitzy. Yeah. And you know, LeBron <laughs> might be, you know, made for for Battle and and, and Davis and, and Dwight Howard I and mean, I like them. But the Lakers is just too soft to beat the Clippers right now. Right.
1: All right. And again, folks, so we got
2: – They need some ruggedness.
1: I totally agree with that. Someone that can get in and battle in the trenches. Got Jeff Fox yes, with us out of Miami, Florida. Again, Sports Club. Yeah, right? Yay! That's <laughs> right. Rolling with us, man. The Don of Miami-Dade sports. That's what he is. The Don. (laughs) Make sure you remember that, people. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. And just quickly to finish up on Kobe, and then we'll get into Super Bowl week and let you go again. Jeff, uh, taking some time to join us here Mm -hmm. on Sports Done Right. Um, What do you think happens moving forward in terms of... Kobe and the memory I mean obviously there's going to be statues outside of Staples and this and that I think the love for Kobe will, keep, will definitely keep the Mamba Academy going and in five years from now what do you think we look back and, and say and think about Kobe being Bryant
2: well you know in a lot of cases man um, it seems like people tend to get bigger in death than they were in life Absolutely. And it's hard to fathom that with Kobe Byrne because, as we can see, see, I was already bigger than anything in life. Yeah, sure. And I think now that he's gone, I think his legacy gets even bigger. I think he will always be in the the greatest of all time conversation. And um, it's just his place in history. No, I. um, no, go ahead. There will be statues outside of Staples, as you said. Yeah, there will be statues outside of Staples. Let's um, they're, they're talk about changing the logo. I, I think the NBA needs to do something to permanently honor Kobe, like change the logo or name the championship trophy or one of those type things after him.
1: Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, it's I, I, the I'm Larry totally... of
2: Brian's Trophy now, but it, it, it could be well become the Kobe Bryant Trophy. I mean, uh, what a great honor that would be.
1: Uh, that'd be a phenomenal honor, I mean, to, to name right. your top trof- trophy after him. And I don't think anybody would have a problem with it. No disrespect to Larry O'Brien and, and you know, what he did back in the day when he was commissioner. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, it's also just a way to kind of bridge generations, too. I mean, you know, you, you ask a lot of the young people nowadays. They they have no idea who Larry O'Brien is. They know who Kobe is. though.
2: So. Right.
1: All right. So Super Bowl week. Miami, Florida, the Don of Miami sports, running things down there. DJs, cigar bars, all the beautiful women, the athletes, everything, man. Our well, man Jeff Fox was, yes. Yeah, I'm sure it was, it was brother. was legendary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we're going to leave that for another show. Maybe the After Dark version, we'll get back with Jeff Fox. Yes. But, hey, man, I was real interested, and, and I'm real glad you shared the uh, interview with Stephen A. Smith. Um, again you told us a little earlier how you reached out to him so how did this interview come about and just real quick you know what did you discuss
2: well again Stephen A and I have stayed in contact since that very first interview we did in the early 2000s oh, yeah. and nice. I have a you know so I have a cell number um, I reach out to him from time to time I don't call him you know like uh, a whole lot. Sometimes I'll right. text him during first take if I think he made something. When he got suspended uh, from ESPN, I supported him. I, you know, I've been there with right. him in the trenches through his ups and downs.
1: Oh, okay. So
2: cool. he really has. We really have a friendship, a genuine friendship. And so it was. Whenever they come to South Florida, man, it's never a problem to catch up with him, and right. and do an interview. You know, and as he's gotten bigger in the in the industry uh he's been the same guy with me. He's always been hundred uh, percent you know he's someone I can call um for advice or oh, that sort cool. of thing and, and i i cherish, yeah, I cherish that friendship
0: nice. you know he was
2: one of my idols before I got into this business. he's a stews. And a guy from uh, Sports Illustrated, I think it was named Ralph Wiley, who passed oh, away. Oh, right, yeah,
1: yeah, the the great you, Ralph yeah. Wiley. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I loved him, man. He was he was an inspiration. I mean, to see brothers on TV doing what they do before I got in the game um, was so inspiring. And now, what happens on occasion is people have reached out to me, right. You know, with yeah. the same type of dream. Hey, man, how can I be like you? How, what do I got to do? Uh, this happened on the set of first day. There was a young guy from the Bahamas mm-hmm. told me I was his hero. Ain't that I said, like, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, how, how can I learn from you? How can, you know, and so yeah. I try to give back as well because that's what it's all about.
1: Hey, I, you know, and, you know? and I'm, I'm one of them too, Jeff. I mean, I'm, I'm always watching yeah. you and, and the sites and the interviews and just kind of how you conduct yourself and the questions you ask, man. I mean, you really... I
2: appreciate that, man.
1: Well, you're very welcome, man, because I, I, I really mean it, Jeff. And that's why I'm, I'm real glad that I finally got you on here, man, because, yes. I, you know... I I I'm not down there obviously with you physically, but I can see even from Minneapolis, Minnesota, how hard you work because I know what you're putting into your interviews. I know what you're putting into your craft and I know how seriously you take it. And that's one of the reasons I respect you. So I just wanted you to know that as well, brother.
2: I appreciate that, man. And you know, just to take a little something from Kobe talking about that, ma uh, the Mamba mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of have to have that, you know, I love sports talk. I love sports media. Uh, I've worked for all the big dogs and CBS and ESPN locally, the local radio stations. And, um, there's a lot of times in broadcasting where corporate doesn't really care about the employee. Like what happened with the suits,
1: right? you know, yes. and
2: and, and it's like that's so wrong, man. Like, I mean, you know, you know, they, they were the the, big, the biggest thing in, in, in urban radio that wasn't hip-hop. Yeah. Hip-hop radio. And, you and know what literally I mean? As far as gone,
1: talk, and literally gone in a day. Literally that In a day. You know, and never given another chance. And yeah, it's it, almost as if they were black balls. Cutthroat, man. I mean, it, and, the, yeah, and it's that's cutthroat, the thing about man. this so, business. Exactly. So
2: I always feel like the decks are stacked against us as a black person. In sports media, I remember going to Dolphins practice one day uh, in the bubble, what they call it, in the bubble. Mm -hmm. And Bill Parcells was actually involved with the Dolphins organization. And we walked in there, the sports brothers did, and he just literally looked at us from (laughs) the minute we walked in until we got to where the other reporters were. Like, who are these guys? You know, because everybody was white.
1: Well, and that's why, you, it's, know? you know, it's so important for folks like you and, this, you know, the stews and, and everybody that we just named, but the new generation as well, because while things, you know, yeah, there's more minority reporters, quote unquote, you know, obviously still a lot of work to do. And that's why, yeah. again, that's why I respect the work you put into the craft, because I know how serious you, you are. I know that when I get Jeff Fox, I know what he's done to get this interview and and just everything and listening to you on the radio, you know. Yes, yes,
2: yes.
1: You know, then that's what I want folks to know. But real quick, let me just touch back here on Super Bowl real quick. Um, What was the Mm -hmm. week like down there? I mean, obviously it's Miami, you know, beautiful weather, palm trees, ocean, all that stuff. But, you know, you've been to a Super Bowl or two. How did this one stack up for you?
2: Ah, uh, excellent. Excellent. Um from beginning to end. Um just the whole the city of Miami knows how to put on a party. You mm-hmm. know, unlike Trump, I'm not gonna say the state of Miami, but <laughs> the city of they- Miami <laughs> <laughs> You know, that was funny. But um, um but yeah, we're not entertained out here, man. This is like this was like pointy central. Every hip hop star um you know, every celebrity you could think of was here. Uh, the clubs were amazing mm, as far as parties me. and folks from out of town coming to the club and really having that Miami experience. Yes. You know, it, it was it was unbelievable. The stadium, I live literally 10 minutes from the stadium. Oh, okay. You know, and yeah. And I heard when the Jets flew over right. and everything, and, you know, it, it was just, a beautiful sight to behold. I didn't. Pers- I didn't really. I didn't go to the game. I didn't okay. want to be at the game to be honest. Uh, uh-huh. Would I've taken tickets? Yeah, but I didn't make much of an effort to get tickets uh, to the game because I wanted to soak up everything else. Uh, I want right. to go from party yeah. to party and, yeah. you know, and you know, I DJ and everything. So I had a great night at the club and partying with the people. Yeah, and, you know, uh, that's that's where all the fun is. That. I You know, to me, I, I've been there before. You know, right. I've been to a big game before, so I, I, I've done that already. I wanted to take in all the other stuff that comes with it. But I thought we had a great football game. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the uh, 49er head coach, Mike Shanahan, <laughs> I'm very, you know, yo, man, yo. He, he, he did it again, man. He did exactly what he did to the Dirty Birds in Atlanta. He sure did. did. (laughs) Yeah, he, this guy, like, you're, there's seven minutes left in the game. You got a second and five, and you got the best running game in football outside of the Baltimore Ravens.
1: You just got to be crying if you're a 49ers
2: fan. Be who you are. Exactly. Yeah, you got to be crying, man. You got to be hurt. Be who you are. So what if well, they know that you're gonna run the ball? Exactly. Dare them to stop you.
1: That's what the I don't get, man. that's gonna
2: happen. Oh. Yeah. The worst that's gonna happen in that instance is the clock uh winds down. You burn yeah. two maybe two more minutes. Yep. By running the football. But no. No, you he mean, pulls the pea carroll, you know, and mm-hmm. he pulls the pea carroll and tries. You know what? I'm gonna show them how brilliant I am. Yeah, you know and call a passing like stupid
1: well you know it was stupid it was man and that's the thing it's just like kind of you know you got to go with with what got you there and then all of a sudden people start you know clamming up and playing real kind of timid and and you know they switch the script and then all of a sudden you know you see what happens i mean i think what the the 49ers I, i got it right here i wrote it down 49 Mm -hmm. yards gained on their final four drives. Zero points.
2: Yep. Yep. That's Mm -hmm. him. That's typical Mike Shanahan. And, I, you know, Mm -hmm. again, I echoed the sentiments of the guys from first take this morning. They're right on time. Some of them. Because I don't know what Max and uh, the other guy were were, were talking about. It was obvious to me that Mike Shanahan blew the game. He blew Mm -hmm. the game. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, uh 21 run for KC. For and, you know, hey, props to KC. And, and you know, hey, real quick, what, what's your take on Mahomes? You know, everybody's talking about Patrick. Um, greatest thing since sliced bread now, all this stuff. What is Jeff Fox thinking about Mr. Patrick Mahomes II?
2: Uh, Patrick Mahomes is already a, a stuff legends are made of. He, he's He's already in that... Tom Brady, uh, Brett Favre. I uh, well, uh, kind of elevated Brett Favre. There. Not not Brett Favre, but right. uh, he's already in that, that Tom Brady, you know, Aaron Rodgers category. He's money because here is what he proved yesterday. He didn't have a great game. No. He wasn't even necessarily the MVP. Right. But
1: exactly. when you
2: have a coach, certain guys, certain guys. Uh, Vince, you don't give them the opportunity to beat you because they will. Right. What made Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan great? Exactly. And yep. it, it, you you give them a chance and they will beat you. They will
1: beat
2: they you. They will. Yep. And, and because they're just that great. So every time we played the Patriots and and we scored too early, I'm like, ah, oh, damn. You know, you get that yep. feeling when you play Rodgers, <laughs> right. when you play the great ones. You know what they're going to do when you're helpless to stop them. Yep. So when the when the Chiefs got the ball back, down by what just a few points, you knew it. I knew it. it sure Everybody did. in that stadium knew it. <laughs> oh, yep. What was going to happen? Yes, sir. And Patrick Mahomes delivered <laughs> and proved his greatness at 24. Yeah, He's already great. Yeah. You know, Patrick Mahomes is everything that they said Andrew Luck was going to be. Mm. He is. Yeah, that's what I take from it. Yeah, I, and I'm. I, 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 you hit I, it right listen, on the head. Man. the AFC West. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Raider fan. We got to play him twice a year. Yeah, for the next ten years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it ain't you gonna know, be pretty, man. It ain't gonna
2: be pretty. It Ain't gonna be pretty, man.
1: No, I I agree with you. I think what the young man has has done here, um, the the three comeback wins in the playoffs, I mean, stuff, like you said, that's stuff that legends are made of. And if you do give him a shot, man, forget about it. It's over. And he proved it yet again in the biggest game under the biggest microscope that there is for football, the Super Bowl. And, you know, San Francisco, you know, coaches and, and, and you know, the players. And Richard Sherman,
2: whoo, toast, toast. Well, you know, what, what people fail to realize going into the Super Bowl was Richard Sherman got the interception, I think, in the NFC Championship game. Right. Or, and he had a good playoff. But Richard Sherman is no longer the Richard Sherman that he once was. Absolutely. He hasn't been. What he is is smart. Very, he's older yeah. now, but athletically, he's not the same guy. Yeah, And he did what all the other greats so did. He did what Charles Woodson and those guys did as they age when you're a great quarterback. You become smart. You know, and unfortunately for him, he got one-on-one with Sammy Watkins. That's not going to work out good. No. <laughs> you know, and, Richard and Sherman, I think, can play a couple a more team. years. Yeah. I think Richard Sherman should switch to free safety. I think and he'd so be great, so kind of like Charles Woodson did yeah. at the end. But he's not someone that you can lock down a good receiver with. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen anymore. No, not at so all. So you, today you have guys like Revis, Darrell Revis, and a few people calling out Richard Sherman, thinking that he's you know the Richard Sherman of old. Uh, well, he's not. So I wasn't surprised that he got burnt, uh, not at all.
1: Well, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I like Richard Sherman as a player. Smart dude, like you said, but it might be time to switch over mm-hmm. to safety to to end that career and, and save a little bit of face because, yeah, he, you know, not that Watkins is a speed demon by, by you know, any means. You know, he's he's got speed, but... Right. Yeah, but, I mean, he was Thank looking you. like oh, Usain Bolt going past Richard Sherman yesterday on a couple of them routes, man.
2: Yeah, you can't put... You cannot put... Uh, you can't put a guy like Richard Sherman on a Tyreek Hill. No, no, That's a mismatch. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it, you can't put a guy like him on Amari on Cooper or certain guys, you know, that, at great speed and great ha- – not going to happen, pal. Absolutely. Not going to happen. But um, I still like Richard Sherman. I still think he has a few years left. Uh, he's a great guy. He's a coach on the field. And he will be valuable to that 49er defense. But his time at the corner,
1: probably time to switch. Absolutely. All right, Jeff. First, I want to thank you for joining us, man. Uh, Shoot, we're almost 40 minutes in with the the Don of Miami-Dade, the one and only (laughs) Jeff Fox. Hey, man, real quick before I let you get out of here, and and I want you to give all your contact info and your social media and all that. Um, But you are a Raiders fan you are now the Las yes. Vegas Raiders. I'm actually going to be out yes. there in about three weeks for my birthday. So I'm really looking forward to get my own little first-hand view of the death star out there, the new stadium. So how are you feeling as a Raiders fan? Now that you are a Las Vegas Raiders fan,
2: man, I can't wait. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about going to either the draft or the first home game. Um, so, Lorenzo, my sports partner, I forgot to mention him as well, and I apologize for that. Lorenzo Thomas, known in the DMV as Lorenzo Ice-T. Nice. I was a former hip-hop radio DJ, is now my partner with the Sports Brothers as well. So, all the stuff, the Stephen A. interview, uh, we've got one coming with Chris, Chris Roussard, which we should drop this week.
0: Okay.
2: Um, so, I got to hang out with a lot of my boys, man, in the in the industry. During Super Bowl week, so that was a plus. Nice. But um, you know, it's just it's just a good you know, it's just it's, it's it's a bit of luck and of graces, man. That that we are where we are, you know, God's grace. Right. You know, like Doug says, man, um, uh, bless his holy name.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. And you, you know,
2: know, I bless them.
1: Exactly. There's a lot of people, yeah, as we've been seeing here, a lot of people have been passing away lately. I, I know just in my personal life, lost a couple of high school friends recently. So, yeah, man, just right. happy to be here. Just happy to be here.
2: Yeah, All right, absolutely. Oh, by the way, I do yes, the Sports sir. Corner with... Uh, the yes, tell w- the people where they can find every morning. You. Yeah, they can get that on the uh, app called Mature uh, Life Radio. True Life Radio's like an old school uh urban hip hop station uh that's available at the what do you call it? The game stores, you know, where we you get your
1: Oh, yep, yeah.
2: The Play Store. Yep. The Play Store. So you can download it there, check out the big man Kelly Morning Show. Uh local radio personalities on from six to ten. And I do the sports corner with Jeff Fox every morning at eight thirty. So it's kinda like the huggy lowdown thing. You know, oh, with yeah. Tom Joyner. Yep. You know, yeah. I just make a five minute appearance. Yes. I do plan back on bringing back uh, a daily or weekly radio show. Probably, you know, once once we catch on again. You know, right now yeah. I'm splitting time between doing sports media and uh, DJ, which okay. takes a lot out of me. DJ, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah. But I'm, I'm still doing doing it, man. You know, Lorenzo yeah. and I have the sports brothers. We got to sh- a TV show we're working on called Review and Preview, where we, uh, you know, keep up with what's going on in sports. Uh, We're actually supposed to record tomorrow. And, um, you know, I post all that stuff up on the Two Lives News page and on the X-Squad page as well. Um, Folks, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Sports Bros Radio, on Twitter and Instagram at The Jeff Fox Show there he is ladies and gentlemen that's how you catch up with me (laughs) hey
1: and make sure you do man because like i said jeff's doing great work jeff thank you so much for joining us man on sports done right go enjoy another beautiful south florida evening my brother i'm gonna sit here i think it's about 20 degrees outside here so you in the right place All right. Well, Jeff, thank you again very much. And we will look forward to having Jeff back on very, very soon. All right, folks. The one and only Jeff Fox joining us here on Sports Done Right. I hope you enjoyed the interview. We will be back next week taking a look at the Timberwolves in depth. These new Timberwolves because a completely different team. And other sports shenanigans. So keep it tuned here to the Sports Done Right podcast. Want to say a uh, special shout out Pick and shovelware.com through the other show I host, the North Star Sports Podcast. If you use the um, uh, code name North Star for your discount, you'll get 20% off over there at pickandshovelware.com. Also want to send a special shout out to MN Pod. Uh, which has now gone on to Twitter. Uh, Pod is a collection of Minnesota-based podcasts, and I am very happy Sports Done Right is under the sports section there, so you can catch us there along on iTunes, Spotify, um, all the major kind of podcast networks or streaming services. We are based originally from um, Spreaker.com, so, again, just Google Sports Summary. Right? You'll find us everywhere. With that, I'm out of here. We are a couple days late, but I wanted to get this interview out. Jeff Fox, again, thank you so much. And everybody else who supports the show and who's been behind us, big things coming, more interviews on the way. Thank you very much. And from Vince Wright, the sports governor, you can follow me on Twitter at the Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth Instagram. Just go to Sports Done Right. Also on Facebook, the Sports Done Right Facebook group there as well. W-R-I-G-H-T. Keep it tuned here for more Minnesota Big Ten. All kind of up north sports. With a little dash of you SEC folks down south as well. We'll catch up with you next week. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. And to all...
0: done right